This episode is brought to you by Visit Williamsburg. In Williamsburg, Virginia, there's never too much of a good thing. Whether you're a foodie, a golfer, a history buff, a shopaholic, an outdoor enthusiast, or a thrill seeker, you'll find what you came for here and more. So ask yourself, what is it you want? Discover Williamsburg and plan your trip at visitwilliamsburg.com. Um, but, uh, you know, you read about and you hear about these gun killings that are just a constant in our news today. And it really angers me, frankly, and I'm tired of all the spin because I think it's time now for some hard truth that we do, in fact, have a gang war going on and, and their battlefield is anywhere, anywhere in Toronto. And so we keep hearing how Toronto is safe. And now we have a mayor saying he's damned angry. Great. What are you going to do to solve it, mayor? Because uh, I think most people by now are, are thinking the same thing. Hashtag thoughts and prayers. It no longer flies. And it's the same political talk that we have heard since 2005. Summer of the gun. How do I know? Because I was reporting on it back then in the day. Every single day. And I'm hearing the same kinds of talking points. Well, there is a, a community group called Communities for Zero Violence, and they've been warning officials now for a while. And those warnings have gone ignored. And what they have been saying is this. There's a story behind every gunshot fired. Are we ready to listen to the full story? Because that is where you will find the solution to gun violence. I thought that was a very interesting and poignant thought, because I think they're right. Homicide 49 and 50... The two men killed on Queen Street on Saturday, those are brothers, sons. I don't know if they were gang members. I don't know anything more about that. That will come out in the next few days. But they have a story. What led them to this kind of violence? My next guest likely knows. Her son was homicide 49, killed by gunshot to the head on September 2016. Kissinger Gunn was leaving a nightclub in Liberty Village and he was going to help a friend who was in a fight. And he was hit by a bullet and died. He was not the target. Just more of that, quote, collateral damage we hear so much about. But he was more than that. He was a married father of four. He was helping a friend in trouble. So why was he taken out? Let's bring his mother, Evelyn Fox, into this conversation. She joins me now. Hi there, Evelyn. Hi, Alex. It's actually Kissinger gun. Kissinger. I, my apologies. Yes. Um, this is very personal to you, correct? Yes. You're with Communities for Zero Violence. Why are you speaking out? Um, myself and Kelly Wetter are actually co-founders of Communities for Zero Violence, and we work very closely with the Zero Gun Violence Movement. Um, the reason we, we started it is just because we both have children that were killed by gun violence, gun violence. And if we can eliminate any other mother from feeling what we feel, then, you know, we're in a positive, a positive move forward. The devastation you feel after your child is, is murdered is just, like you can never fully, there's not enough words or adjectives to be able to describe the feeling that you get after and that you continually get every single solitary day. And 
unlike a lot of mothers, I was able to sit bedside with him for the last 15 hours of his life. So I got to witness what one bullet can do to somebody's brain. Mm -hmm. So it's been very traumatic for myself and my family. Not to mention he's got four young children that have no father and a widow. What has it done mm-hmm. to their lives? It's, it shatters them. Like, you watch the children who the, the oldest two at the time were six and seven, and I was the one who had to come home and tell them that daddy's not coming back, and they're very close with him. So I, I guess at first they didn't really register it, but as they saw that he wasn't coming home and he wasn't, things weren't going back to the way they were and they saw him in the casket, they started to have the emotional outbreaks and temper tantrums and the schools have not been supportive to my grandchildren. They haven't been supportive to my children. It's like there's there's a lot of need for children who experience trauma and there's absolutely nothing available. Right. And you know, you're a headline one day, and I've met, sadly, I've met mothers um, like yourself who have mm-hmm. suffered the most traumatic and the most heart-wrenching loss that no one can imagine. You cannot imagine the loss, and then they're forgotten. You know, a couple of weeks go by, a couple of months go by, and it's a, a headline that goes dark. That's and right. And so I have to think that when you hear, um, you know, like what we heard on Saturday with two young men gunned down, it must bring that back every time you hear it definitely and it makes me even more angry it makes me angry every time i hear john tory on the news talking about how safe this city is and mark saunders talking about how safe this city is i'm sorry but my entire family does not feel safe and our sense of safety has been shattered by that one act i have how many of these children still to to come into society and be productive members of society and I'm terrified, not of what they'll do, but what somebody in society is going to do to them. So, I mean, don't talk to me about how safe this city is when there's entire communities mm-hmm. that are, are devastated every single day by witnessing or experiencing the, the results of violence. Don't talk about safety because it doesn't, it doesn't register with your 1.5%. And you can't have a solid understanding of what the communities you're supposed to be leading are are dealing with. It's, it's a slap in the face. What's it's the solution? I mean, your group has been trying to get the ear of uh, you know leaders like John Tory, like Mark Saunders. What is your hope of, of telling them what you think the solution is? I think that it's important to to be ground level. How do you know what's going on from up above if you don't consult with the people? who are ground level. You have to have insight from the front line. There's community centers that have been closed down. There's schools that have been closed down, after-school programming that's been shut down. All these things that cater to the youth and the children who are coming up and, and supposed to be supporting them to, to make them good members of society, everything is being cut off. You can't have productive members of, a, of society without having those programs. It's impossible. In other words, get to these kids young. That's right. You have to. Education, the school boards, when they're disciplining these children, they're suspending them. What are they doing when they're suspended? They're sitting at home. They're hanging out on the streets. Why are they not being suspended and put into programs 
that deals with the issues that they were suspended for. Like, this is, this is a bigger picture. It's not about police, more police in the community. I agree that, yes, we probably are short-staffed with the police, but we need more community police. People like PC Arsenal and PC right. Papadopoulos out of 43 Division who are in the community at Mornell, and the kids and the youth yeah. love them. Let me That's ask you the this. the community policing we need. Do you think, Evelyn, it's a mistake that the police were taken out of schools? Um, you know, I know there were programs in Brampton that had this, and it was very, very successful in Toronto. A small group had asked that they be taken out. Do you yeah. think, I mean, police were a constant presence in our lives as kids. They're not yeah. so much anymore. Do you believe that we need to get back to the kind of policing where kids, they greet police officers, they trust them, they become part of the community? Yes, but how do you get to that place when there's been so many, so many issues that have been brought up about police targeting and and you know them targeting on racialized communities? How do you how do you get to that place? I mean, I with the police officers in the school, that's a catch twenty two. You want them there for the safety of all the children, but not at the expense of the people who. Are, are being targeted. You don't, you don't want that. So, I mean, it, it's like, and I can't speak to that because I didn't, I didn't grow up like that. And, you know, my kids have never been a target that way, but I mean, the, the issues are real. People are being targeted by the police and, and they have every right to speak about them and, and not want the police in the school. So, I mean, it's, it's a catch 22 really. Kissinger was gunned down three years ago. Have they caught those responsible? No. Do you ever feel like they'll catch those responsible? Um, I try to stay positive and, and keep hope. But, I mean, it, it, it will be two years this September. And, I mean, every time I call the detective, I, I hear no new leads, no new nothing. So I, there was hundreds of people standing outside that club that yeah. night. So I don't, I don't know. That, that's another part of the issue is, you know, we need these communities to start coming forward with information. Definitely. They need to they need to feel secure enough to do that. What would you mm-hmm. want to tell listeners if there's one message you could uh, you know, impart? Before anyone decides to pick up that gun, think about not only the family that you're going to destroy with the person that you take away or you injure or just that person's life. Think about your own family. It's not just that person's family that you're devastating. You're also devastating your own family. When you're finally caught and, and they have to come to the realization that you took somebody's life, your family is also going to feel that devastation. So, I mean, it, you're, you're hurting more than just the person you're angry at. And why, what determines that you to be the, the judge and jury? Mm-hmm. there's nothing in this in this world. I don't care even what they were talking about, Smoke Dog um, doing his video in the um, other gang's territory. That is not a reason to take somebody's life. Mm-hmm. Like, I mean, that's, that's ridiculous. The fights that these people are fighting over is not a reason to take somebody's life. No, it's about stopping the cycle of violence. Evelyn, I that's can't right. thank you enough for uh, sharing your story. Um, and your words with us. I I really appreciate it, and uh, we'll have you on again. Thank you. The group is Communities for Zero Violence, and Evelyn is just one mother who I've now spoken to. I've I've spoken to several mothers over the last 20 years who have lost young sons to gun violence, and most of them never find out who did it. 
And this is their life. They try to fight for results. And so I think it's time that the officials start listening to women like Evelyn and these mothers who are speaking out. Maybe they'll learn something. I'm Alex Pearson, and you're listening to On Point here on Global News Radio.